Hello everyone, this is Colleen Lemma, Starseed Astrologer and Spiritual Messenger from SacredSoulEmpowerment.com. Here to do your monthly intuitive reading for April 2021. For this month's intuitive reading, we'll be using the Syrian Starseed Tarot by Patricia Corey and Alyssa Bartha for the main message for everyone. And your special message card this month, depending on your stone of choice, will be coming from the Psychic Reading Cards by Debbie Malone and Amelia Chitulescu. So let's go ahead and take a look at what our stones of choice are for this month. So we start out here with the first stone of choice is beautiful Chrysocolla. This is a Chrysocolla egg, actually. You see it's got that beautiful greenish turquoise color along with that more blue turquoise color and the chrysocolla helps to calm clear and reset and re-energize all of the chakras now it helps to improve communication of course that's the throat chakra activation improving communication and helps to open psychic vision as well which can include our clairaudience with our ear chakras our clairvoyance with our third eye chakra this also is going to help to heal heart chakra wounds because of that green part of the chrysocolla. So it's got heart chakra, throat chakra, ear chakras, and third eye chakra with the chrysocolla. Your second stone of choice is a beautiful amber sphere. Now this particular amber is a very dark golden orange colored. A lot of times you see amber in a lighter golden color. Sometimes you see it in a greenish golden color. This one has more of that orange hue to it. So this relates to the sacral chakra, our center of creative self-expression, our chakra of passion, passion for life, um, and passion for who we are and what we do. The amber itself helps to absorb negative energy and alleviate stress. It stimulates your intellect and it helps to promote self-confidence and creative self-expression. And then your last stone of choice, the third stone of choice, is beautiful brown jasper. Actually, this is kind of a tan and brown jasper and it's in a pyramid shape here. And with this brown jasper, this is actually called Egyptian marble, and the ancient Egyptian, Egyptians used this for uh, making amulets and ritual tools. The Native Americans actually rule, uh, used the brown jasper to make their arrowheads, um, and they also recognized it as a stone of luck and protection. Now the brown or tan jasper here has a, a huge connection to Earth Mother Gaia. So it's also you know, connected to that root chakra, the root chakra, our root chakra, which is for grounding, stability, security. So again, your stones of choice, <clears throat> excuse me, are the chrysocolla, the amber, or the brown and tan jasper. So let's talk a little bit about the numerological vibration for the month of April. So how we get that is we consider what the universal year vibration for 2021 is, which if we add 2021, two plus zero plus two plus one, we get a five universal year. We take that five universal year, we add it to the month in question. April is the fourth month. 
So we add five plus four is nine. That makes April a nine universal month vibration. So the number nine is the last of the single digits. So there's an aspect of completion or endings here that are wrapped up in this month of April with that nine universal month vibration. So we're at the end of some sort of a cycle. We're wrapping something up. The number nine is a very humanitarian vibration. It's, it's a vibration that deals with unconditional love and compassion and selfless service to humanity. It's very creative and artistic and romantic and spiritual. It's got that nice free flowing kind of divine feminine energy to it. So this is going to be a month that highlights that divine feminine energy. On the other hand, because we're in a five universal year for 2021 and April is a nine universal month, both that five vibration and that nine vibration are not very grounded energies. So you might find for at least part of this month, the earlier part of the month when the sun is still in, in uh, Aries, that we have more of this uh, lack of direction or lack of focus, so like we're struggling to figure out um, where we want to go next or what option or decision is the best to be made. Uh, it might be a little bit more difficult to stay grounded with those particular vibrations. But again, that nine is very creative. So we have a lot of creative ideas. If we can tap into that higher spiritual mind, because the nine is so spiritual, Tap into your higher soul self. Tap into uh, the spirit realm. Tap into the connecting of your of uh, your angels and guides. Tap into your psychic senses. All of these things are representative of the number nine, and, and therefore we can kind of open and expand our spiritual awareness to receive creative insights, to receive creative ideas, to receive intuitive impressions on where it is we need to go next. But again, that number nine is a completion number. So we're definitely tying up some loose ends, um, which means we're getting ready for that next month, you know, the month of May, not to jump ahead, but the month of May is going to be more of a, a new beginning kind of month. So right now we're healing, we're completing, we're flowing, we're allowing. It's a very, you know, a divine feminine energy, which means again, we're just open and allowing and surrendering. We're having faith and we're trusting in what comes next. Now the ninth major arcana of the tarot, and I actually I think forgot to pull it out of the deck, but it's the hermit card. So if you think about the hermit of the tarot, the hermit card is often shown um, with a, a wise old sage holding a lantern and he's in the dark and he's lighting his way with the lantern. So the hermit, the hermit is about self-reflection, okay? A hermit that kind of hides away in a cave or hides away in his house or he's a wise old sage. He's kind of in a, in a lone kind of energy. So the hermit likes to be alone. You know, he likes to have that quiet time, that meditation time, that, again, that self-reflective time to go within and to do some soul searching. So we have some of that energy for April as well with the hermit energy where we're soul searching. We're on a soul's journey and we're seeking answers within ourselves. That's what the hermit does. And he's lighting his own way, okay? He's lighting the way on his path forward. So oftentimes with the hermit, we think about it as being not looking for answers outside of yourself, 
but about looking for answers within yourself. Look within your heart, look within your soul, connect with your higher soul self, your your spiritual authority, your spiritual guide within, and seek the answers within. Light the way, light your own way, shine the light upon the path that you need to follow. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't receive some external guidance, of course, but always listen to your inner intuition. And in order to listen appropriately to your inner intuition, it's important to have that quiet, silent, alone time. So make sure you're carving out time for yourself in this month of April. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about some of the astrological highlights of significance for the month. So we start out, of course, uh, the beginning of the month. We have uh, the sun is still in Aries, right, which is the first sign of the zodiac. We're still in this this time period of initiating something new and planting new seeds, which started back in March. But remember, too, that we're still kind of completing something with that nine universal month vibration. So it's kind of a, you know, wanting to start in this new beginning, wanting to um, look at new possibilities, new probabilities. But yet still, we're still kind of completing something old. We're still needing to surrender and have faith. So it's kind of this um, divine balance of the masculine and the feminine. Because again, that nine energy is very divine feminine. Allow, trust, have faith, surrender. But Aries energy, which we start the month out with, is very action and masculine oriented. Okay, make decisions, take a stand, be a leader, you know, initiate something. Now, on the 3rd of April, Mercury, the planet that rules our mind, our thoughts, our ideas, our perceptions, and our communications, is moving out of Pisces and into the sign of Aries. So it will join the sun in Aries. So our mental processes become more confident, more inspired, more creative, more action-oriented, meaning we want to start to take actions now on our ideas. While Mercury was in Pisces the last few weeks, we were just envisioning what some of those ideas were. We were inspired by uh, our spiritual vision, our creative vision. But now that Mercury is moving into Aries for a few days, because later on this month it's actually going to move again to Taurus, into Taurus. But while it's in Aries, we can start to put some action towards the initiation of these new ideas communication with other people. Also, it's going to become more direct, more uh, take charge, more in a way authoritative. You know, Aries again is kind of this me firster energy and it wants to take charge and it wants to move fast. So people may speak before they think or initiate communications or networking with other people, which is all in good. Now, the next thing of significance is on the 11th of April. On the 11th of April, we have a new moon. This new moon is at 22 degrees of Aries. Again, this is the first sign of the zodiac. So since March 20th, when the sun moved into Aries, this is now the first new moon being in that sign of Aries that we have on April 11th. So this is a great time for new beginnings. Now, it was also a good time for new beginnings when the sun moved into Aries, but knowing that this is the first new moon and it's in that sign of initiation, it's in that sign of planting new seeds, it's in that sign of new opportunities for new potential growth, 
This is a great time to make a list, do a vision board, uh, activate an idea, um, initiate a conversation with someone that you've been wanting to initiate or initiate a project. It's a good time for initiating and starting, having these new beginnings to start something new. On the 14th, Venus, which had been in Aries, is now moving into Taurus. So Venus rules relationships, partnerships of all kinds. She rules personal resources, money and finances, and she, to me, is the ruler of the divine feminine energy. So while she was in Aries the past few weeks and up until April 14th, she was very strong. She was much more confident, the divine feminine, taking charge, being independent, being self-sufficient. Now she's moving into Taurus, which is one of the signs of the zodiac that she rules. She rules Taurus. So she's comfortable here in Taurus. She's kind of slowed down a little bit. She is appreciating the beauty of life. She is focused on her values. She is focused on her personal resources, which again includes money and finances. Taurus rules money and finances, but it rules all kinds of personal resources, which includes our support. It includes other things that we have in our life that help us to move forward. Those are our personal resources that we can utilize uh, on our path of growth, evolution, change, career, job, destiny, and what have you. So Venus is going to be in Taurus for the next few weeks. She's going to, for the rest of this month of April, be in Taurus. So know again that it's highlighting what we value, how we value ourselves, as well as situations and circumstances where finances and money are highlighted. And then we're going to skip ahead to the 19th. On the 19th, we have both Mercury, which we said was the ruler of the mental realm, and the Sun, which rules our ego and our self-identity. Both of those planets are moving into the sign of Taurus. So they're both moving away from Aries, and they're both moving into Taurus on the 19th of April. They're moving out of fire, though that Aries is that fire sign, which is very energizing and inspirational and take charge. And now moving into Taurus, which is a fixed earth sign. Fixed means that it's more stubborn or resistant to change. Earth means it's more practical, grounded, and dealing with all types of material matters. So Mercury, ruling our thoughts and our communications, is going to be more focused more focused, more persistent, more determined, more persevering, more practical with its ideas, with its thoughts, with its perceptions, and more focused and grounded in communication matters as well. A little bit more thoughtful, a little bit more kind of slowing down to think before one speaks. The sun also is you know what we highlight right so while the sun was in Aries we were highlighting that initiation new beginning energy the planting of new seeds now the sun is highlighting personal resources values focus work effort patience perseverance all of those are key words for Taurus and then we're going to go to the 23rd and 24th of April. On the 23rd, 24th, depending on what part of the world you live in, Mars, the planet of energy and action, the planet of forward movement, the planet who's known as the warrior energy, is moving into Cancer. Now, Mars is a fire planet. 
very fiery, warrior-like, take charge. That's, that's what Mars is all about. It wants to conquer and it wants to move fast. Now we're putting it in a water sign of Cancer. So it's going to slow things down a little bit. It's going to become a little bit less aggressive and less assertive. And it's going to try to balance this sensitivity, emotionality of Cancer with this warrior energy uh, of that Mars planet. So it's kind of a difficult combination for Mars to be in. Now, Mars is where we put our energy towards, and Cancer rules home and family matters. So there is going to be more energy put towards home and family situations, and even things like our home or property or land, because that's what Cancer rules. It rules all of those things. Okay, and then on the 26th, we have a full moon. This is where our full moon lies, and the full moon is going to be at 7 degrees of Scorpio. Now, remember, the Sun and um, Mercury and Venus at this point are all in Taurus. The opposite sign of Taurus is Scorpio. So this full moon is going to be the Sun is in Taurus and the moon is in Scorpio. Both of these signs, Taurus and Scorpio, are money signs. Taurus rules your money, your personal resources, your finances, your values. Scorpio rules other people's money, other people's values, other people's finances, other people's personal resources. This is where the full moon is. And so know that, again, money matters are going to be highlighted. Something could come to a head. Um, there's some sort of transformation and change, death and rebirth energies here because it's Scorpio, and Scorpio rules all of these things. Um, there could be something hidden. And because it's a full moon, right, we're focused in on the moon. The moon rules our imprints, our childhood conditioning. It rules our subconscious. And Scorpio is a hugely subconscious kind of sign, dealing with, again, things that are hidden beneath the surface and in, in the shadow. And so it might bring up some old subconscious uh, energies, subconscious shadow energies, fears, anxieties, things that we need to look at within ourselves and transform or transmute. Okay, and going through again this death and rebirth process during that full moon is probably highlighted. And the very next day we have Pluto, which is the natural ruler of Scorpio, which makes that full moon in Scorpio even stronger because Pluto the very next day is turning to retrograde motion at 26 degrees of Capricorn. So because Pluto is so slow moving, we're going to feel Pluto slowing down. It's what we call stationing. Pluto is going to station at 26 degrees of Capricorn pretty much for the whole month of April especially from the second half of April until the 27th when it officially turns retrograde. We're going to feel that Plutonian energy start to bubble up to the surface. And Pluto is a little bit like a volcano because, again, what lies underneath in the center of the volcano is this hot, molten, bubbling magma, which we can't see. And then all of a sudden it builds and builds in intensity until the volcano eventually... Uh, every once in a while, will explode out the magma, right? So Pluto is kind of that energy. Plutonian energy is so, sort of like that, where there's shadow energies bubbling beneath the surface, you know, things that are hidden in the shadows. But it's also hugely about transformation and change, death and rebirth, which is 
such a, a beautiful and wonderful thing for us as souls when we go through that death and rebirth process. Sometimes it's a little unsettling, sometimes it's a little challenging, but it's at those moments that we move through that transformation and death and rebirth that we gain the hugest uh, strides in our evolution and growth. So know that again, as Pluto is slowing down to turn retrograde, some of those energies are starting to really intensify. Pluto also rules power and control. It rules our sense of power, empowerment. So there might be situations also starting to intensify that involve power and control issues with other people, where we need to stand our ground and stand in our power, reclaim our power, take our power back, and just uh, feel empowered from within ourselves. So that's a little bit about the astrological highlights of the month. Of course, there's other things going on astrologically week by week, but this is where my weekly intuitive readings come in to get a little bit more detailed with that. So let's go ahead and take a look at the messages from our angels and guides for the month of April. So again, we're using the Syrian Starseed Tarot, and I did a, a long meditation and asked for what it was that we needed to know. Usually, typically, for those of you that, that watch me regularly, I try to choose three cards, and sometimes more than that comes out. And we did have the last card come out as two cards, but let's start with the first card here and turn that over. And we start out with a very powerful Major Arcana card. This is Major Arcana number two, and it's the Higher Self. Isn't that interesting? We talked about the Higher Self when we talked about the Hermit, right? The Hermit is here to get in touch with his own higher self or her own higher self in order to seek the light within, to seek the answers, the intuitive answers within oneself. And we start out with the higher self uh, this month. So the higher self is a divine feminine energy, right? This is the divine feminine with her intuition, with her healing abilities, with her ancient knowledge and wisdom. In fact, in this particular uh, rendition of the priestess card called the higher self the priestess here and isn't this interesting we have a big full moon here in the background so to me this is highlighting our full moon that we have later in the month in Scorpio um, that's just going to be building throughout this particular month but it looks like she's holding some sort of a scroll or she has a book in front of her here so to me this is the Akashic Records the Akashic Records the the book of wisdom, the book of knowledge, the book of your soul's records, what you have lived in previous lifetimes, your gifts, talents, and abilities, your uh, challenges, what you're here to work on from incarnation to incarnation, different timelines that your, your soul's path could follow depending on decisions that you make. And so to me, this is tapping into through the priestess energy, through the priestess's intuitive psychic energies and even dream energies, because here we have it looks like she's standing in water to me and water is our psychic nature, our intuitive nature, our empathic nature. So as we tap into that intuition, as we tap into that uh, divine feminine power, we tap into our higher self. How do we do that best? through meditation, alone time, contemplation, getting out in nature even, doing a moon ceremony, tap into your higher self to then ask to tap into your Akashic Records. What do I need to know? What's the next step on my path? 
Am I, am I in the right place at the right time? Am I where I'm supposed to be? Am I learning the lessons that I'm here to learn? These are questions that you would ask you know, your higher self. These are questions that you would think about when you try to connect with your own Akashic records, right? What's the next step on my path? Uh, who am I meant to be in this lifetime? What challenges um, you know, do I need to be aware of that my soul is trying to heal in this lifetime? How does that connect to previous lifetimes? What gifts, talents, and abilities from other incarnations do I have that I'm bringing forward to assist me in this lifetime? So this is a, actually a, a very wonderful energy to be tapping into uh, during this month of April. Okay, let's go ahead and take a look at the next card here. And the next card is, the next card is the Seven of Crystals. The seven of crystals is like the seven of pentacles, the seven of discs, the seven of earth, right? Crystals are from the earth. Now the number seven, numerologically speaking, is similar to the hermit energy, even though the hermit is major arcana number nine. But the number seven has this energy about it that's very self-reflective, that's very internal. It's emotional, it's mental, and it's spiritual all at the same time. And oftentimes it gets caught up in logic or analysis, but it also feels very deeply. It's very shamanic in a way. And again, it's also highly connected to spiritual abilities. So it's kind of got that loner path sort of energy to it. You know, the seven is let's go within ourselves. Let's be silent. Let's contemplate and meditate. Let's try to understand or make sense out of what's happening in life. A lot of times the seven can bring confusion, nervous energy, anxiety. And again, this is of crystals. So this is things on an earthly level, things to do with our home, family, finances, job security, etc. right? Those things are tangible earthly things. So we might have some anxiety about those things. There might be a lot of unknown about those things. There might be a lot of missing pieces of information to some of these things. The number seven, again, to me is like putting together a puzzle, but you don't have all the puzzle pieces. So a lot of this is where the seven of crystals comes in, which, you know, goes well again with tapping into your higher self. When you're confused, when all the information isn't there, when you're unsure about which way to go or what decision to make, you tap into that higher self. You ask for clarity. You ask to be tapped into your Akashic Records so you know what you should do. Is it a time to be still and patient and wait? Or is it a time to take some sort of action and move forward and initiate? Um, to me, the month of April seems more like a divine feminine surrender, wait, allow, be patient kind of month. Um, but if you look at the imagery here, we have a person sitting on the ground um, in a field and he's got his seven crystals. Those are you know, representative of things that he's trying to share with the world. But as you see, there's nobody around him. There's people way back far out here in the distance by this building or tower. And he's here all alone in this kind of loner sort of place. And he's got these tangible items that he's wanting to show people or talk about to people or maybe sell to people. 
but yet there's nothing, no activity, you know, nobody's coming around to talk to them. There's nothing really happening right now. So again, there's this need to become more internally aware of what's the purpose of this? Why is the timing not right? Am I supposed to just wait and have patience? You know, there's something germinating here with the number seven. It's not action oriented. It's more, again, internal. And it sort of is a waiting period where there's nothing happening and we have to just wait a little bit, um, which is interesting, again, because we have that new moon in Aries, right? And the new moon, new moon in Aries would say, initiate some sort of new beginning. And yes, go ahead and initiate a new beginning. Take some sort of action to plant a new seed or initiate a new beginning, but then be prepared to have to, you know, have some patience and wait a little bit that maybe not right away that anything is going to happen. You might have to wait a few weeks uh, for something to start germinating and cultivating and for these people to come around and start networking with you and talking with you. But for now, just seek the answers within yourself. You know, try to uh, gain more information, do more research, study, contemplate, be still, be out in nature. All of these things are a, a good thing to do with that seven energy. Okay, let's go ahead and take a look at the next card, which did come out as two cards, as I mentioned. The first of the two cards is, okay, we have another crystals card, but now it's the ace of crystals. This is a good sign because the ace is about a new beginning, right? The ace is about initiating something new. It's kind of the birth of something and it's the birth of something tangible again we have crystals here crystals is job career money finances home family projects you know things again that are tangible materialistic if you will of the material world I guess is a better way to say it so it's the beginning of the manifestation earth crystals is about the manifestation of something so we're initiating the manifestation of something new a new beginning isn't that a beautiful crystal back there and it's like planted in the earth right it's like <laughs> it's planted in the earth like a seed is a better way to say it what I meant to say so just like we plant new seeds we're planting this crystal and we're watching it start to sprout and grow into something new and tangible and manifested so I'm really excited to see what card came out with this because, again, it seems like a very interesting blend of the feminine energies of just kind of allowing and trusting and having faith and waiting and having patience along with the masculine energies of initiating something new with that new moon in Aries, plant these new seeds, go off in a new direction, make a new decision. Okay, let's see what came out with it. So the card that came out with it, okay, Major Arcana number three. I'm sure a lot of you are happy to see this, Abundance. Major Arcana number three. This is the Empress card in the traditional tarot. The Empress card is often depicted, depicted with a pregnant woman. Pregnancy, or the pregnant woman, indicates a new birth is about to arrive. So here we have a tangible new beginning, and here we have growth, expansion, abundance, prosperity, blessings. Now, remember that abundance and prosperity are not just financial. Although, again, the second half of the month especially, we have a lot of Taurus energy. And Taurus is one of those money signs. 
a tangible money sign. So there could definitely be some inflow of abundance, financially speaking. But remember that abundance and prosperity can come in various ways. It can come through someone offering you their time, their support, their technical advice, uh, their ability to help you, um, information, you know. So there's all kinds of ways that this abundance can expand and grow. And look at this beautiful empress here, this beautiful priestess empress. I mean, really, it's the empress card, so I guess we should call her an empress. But she's got this beautiful flowing energy around her. And, you know, the flowing energy, you know, could be water. It could just be tangible spiritual energy. But it's kind of this combination of this watery empress emotional energy with this divine uh, spiritual energy with that triangle above her crown chakra so it's energy coming down from the universe okay into that focus point of the triangle and coming down upon the empress in the way of the blessings those are the blessings from the universe the blessings of the universe shower down upon you from all directions and dimensions of time and space you just have to open your arms like this empress right open your arms and accept whatever gifts, blessings, opportunities, potentials that the universe wants to offer you. So it looks like we're heading in a good direction in April, okay? Just remember that you might have to have a little bit of patience um, where not all the information is there or a little bit of a, I don't know, I don't want to call it a stagnation, but a little bit of a wait and see sort of energy before this abundance and these blessings, which could very well be around the, the full moon towards the end of the month. The full moon in Scorpio, transformation, change, death and rebirth, one of the money signs, okay? So I'm excited about the month of April. Let us see what your special message card is depending on your stone of choice. Okay, so again, we have these wonderful psychic reading cards. And I'm going to kind of look off to the side, close my eyes, if you will. I don't want to see in the camera what's on the bottom as I'm shuffling. But the first stone was the Chrysocola egg. So we're asking for a special message for Chrysocola people. Special message for April for Chrysocola people. Okay, nothing standing out, I thought. Okay, let's try again. Chrysocola people. What is the special message for Chrysocola people? Okay, this one's standing out. I have to wait till I see something highlighted or sticking up or sticking out or something. Okay, we got the eagle. What does the eagle represent? To me, the eagle represents flying higher. It signifies strength, uh, higher vision, higher ideas, higher potential. Um, spreading your wings, getting ready to fly, courage, confidence, leadership. All of these to me are eagle key words here. You know, especially that higher wisdom and knowledge. You know, eagles fly very high, so they have this higher perspective. So I want to say, you know, look for the higher perspective of what's happening in your life. Fly high. Don't keep yourself grounded. Don't keep. Don't hold yourself back. Don't stay small. 
Allow yourself to spread your wings and fly. It's your time now to move up, up and away, okay? To move towards the sun, which to me can be towards your confidence, towards your empowerment, towards your success, towards the light. Move towards the light of your truth, okay? Um, you know, eagles have a, a white kind of head. You know, you can see the white head here of the eagle. So that to me is kind of a highlighted crown chakra, right? Which brings in that higher inspirational ideas. You know, let the ideas flow through you. Feel inspired. Use those inspirational thoughts as new ideas to spread your wings and move higher and higher and higher on your path, okay? The sunlight is spirit. Spirit is shining down upon you. The clouds, you know, there's clouds there in the background. The clouds of challenge, basically, are opening up and highlighting the light, showing you the way. Messages are coming in from spirit. You have beautiful new growth, abundance down here. So the higher you can fly, the higher you allow yourself to fly, the more beauty and growth you'll have sprouting up down here. You know, some of these flowers, most of these flowers, I guess, are kind of a red color. It reminds me of kundalini energy. So there might be an activation of kundalini energy rising within you, allowing you to realign yourself and move towards that highest truth. Okay, for those of you that chose the amber, amber people, special message for amber. This one's sticking up. Ooh, abundance. All right, you guys. Abundance in the reading for everyone, and your special message card is abundance as well. Isn't that interesting? I got to get the other abundance card because look at the Empress. The Empress has her arms outfolded receiving the abundance and blessings of the universe. This woman has her arms outfolded in a receptive mode of receiving the blessings and abundance of the universe. So the message is to open yourself up to receive. Don't close yourself down. Don't say no. Don't say I'm not worthy and deserving, which is a thing of Taurus. We have all this Taurus energy coming up, which is about how do you value yourself? Do you feel worthy and deserving for this abundance, for the prosperity, for the blessings, for the new opportunities that want to come flowing in? Look at four waterfalls here. They're, they're flooding in from all directions. If you just open yourself, open your heart, open your being, open your energy field to the abundance and the blessings of the universe. And the other part of this that I'm being told is to have gratitude. Gratitude for what you already have. Gratitude for the people that support you in your life. Have gratitude. Not just for when these blessings start coming in, but have gratitude now for what you do have because that's going to activate the flow of abundance. And then you can have more gratitude and appreciation. And it'll just keep flowing and flowing and flowing. That's beautiful. And the light is shining down upon the crown chakra of her head, too. It's like this light coming down here. So it's activating. There's an activation happening here. And this is the first card. Isn't that interesting? Number one, self-confidence, courage, independence, leadership, taking charge of your life. That's beautiful. 
Okay, let's see. The tan and brown jasper people. Special message for tan brown jasper people. This one's popping up for sure. Ooh, angel. So you definitely have some angelic assistance, guidance, and angelic messages coming in. This might be a call for you to ask for that angelic assistance. Maybe there's a specific archangel that you need to connect with. Um, maybe there's a specific ascended master you need to connect with or an ancestor, whether it be um, an ancestor of the light or whether it be uh, family ancestry and a family member that might have crossed over that is now your angel. This could be your guardian angel, you know, which is a little bit different too. But this is definitely about spiritual assistance and guidance. Look for the signs. Sometimes people get signs with pennies, with feathers. Sometimes we get signs through animals. Sometimes we get signs through license plates or things that we read or hear in music or something that we're listening to, like a podcast, we could get, you know, all of a sudden an aha moment of, oh, that, that really resonated with me. There's a message in there for me. I need to pay attention to it. We get messages th through our dreams. So make sure that you're open to how you're going to receive these messages from the angelic realm. So ask for help, ask for assistance, ask to be led on the next step of your path, and then ask to be aware of how the messages come in. And if you're unsure when a message seems to come in and you're not quite sure, is that the message? You can ask for another sign. Say, I think that you're trying to tell me this, or I think that's a sign leading me in this direction, but I feel like I need more confirmation. So can you show me or tell me in another way? And they will. They definitely will. So beautiful, beautiful help that you have. And here again, wonderful light shining down from up above. All right, everybody. So thank you so much for tuning in for the monthly intuitive reading. And thank you so much for subscribing to the channel, sharing the video, commenting on the video. Uh, if you have any ideas of how I can reach more people, I've tried to make changes um, with various things, with my website, with the uh, how I do the videos and, the, and write the description. But any ideas that you can give me that would help me network out and reach more people or if you can share this with more people I would be very grateful and thankful sending you so much love and light as we move into yet another month the fourth month already of the year sending you many many angel blessings everyone namaste